You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Good evening. This is Kevin. And this is Mikey. And we're here for another Sunday evening chapter of Where Are You From and What's Your Problem? <laughs> well, we really don't give a shit what their problem is. We don't know. Never, <laughs> we'll give you one. bad advice no matter what happens. <laughs> we'll just make stuff up. I like doing that. <laughs> had a guy call, had a guy on Facebook today ask a question because his truck was leaning severely down on the left side. Yeah. And uh, so we started the conversation about determining whether his frame was twisted or if he had a soft leaf spring. And he indicated he replaced both of his front leaf springs because the left front one <clears throat> had broken a couple of days ago after the truck had been leaning for a little while. Wow. That's harsh. And somebody asked, well, you know, has, has the driver done anything to it? He said, I don't think so. The only thing we did to it recently was we replaced both leaf springs on the front drive axle. And I, a little bell went off and I says, you know, there's these tapered wedges on the drive axle that fit between the leaf spring and the axle that set the pinion angle. Right. I had a guy, or maybe I did it once. I can't remember who was at fault. Couldn't have been me. I'm never at fault with anything. <laughs> never been you. You're never wrong. Anyway, one of those wedges was backwards. It twisted the truck and caused the lean. The guy went out and looked. Yeah, one of them is backwards. <laughs> Just, so by making mistakes in the past, yes. you can you can get an idea of what's wrong today. Yeah, you have to make lots of mistakes to become a smart guy. <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess that means me. <laughs> <laughs> I am followed by a trail of misery. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to the it calls. We have a few. <clears throat> Maybe we'll have an early evening. You never know. You never know. So the first one is a 708 area code. That's Illinois. It's Illinois. You, you did guess that before we went on there, and you were right. You didn't look at the list. Yeah, I've, I've had to type to Illinois quite a bit. Okay. And is the guy in Illinois? Uh, it's Well, it, it depends on if he's going north or south or east and west. The weather's pretty good over there. Yeah. They had a little rain over the weekend, but that's okay. All right. We're going to guess he's in Illinois. Let's find out. Right. We are going to click the button. And hello there. Uh, hello. Hello, Mike. How you doing? Hello, Kevin. <laughs> Pretty good. Thank you. Are you. Thank you for taking my call, guys. We really appreciate it. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, tonight I had a quick question about a funny tire wear. And I wish is this, the way I could send is, you is, a picture. Is this, is this funny ha-ha? Or is it funny? <laughs> no. No. Uh, uh, my name is Vladimir, by the way. Uh, I, I could tell you weren't a Native American. Myself. Just, just a guess. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, guys. Uh, just like I said, I wish there was a way I could show you the the tire wear. But uh, basically, do you have a do you have a picture, uh, do you have a camera? Uh, yeah. I ha- so yeah, if you have an email, I can really quick send you the the picture. Do you want to email it? You want to email it, or do you uh, want to text it to me? Is it in your phone? Uh, yeah, they on my yeah they on my phone. Either either way works. My Let me give you a phone I, number. I, Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, just a second. Uh, okay. Uh, five, go ahead. Five one five. Four nine one. Five seven three one. Five seven three one, correct? Correct, correct. All right. Okay. Yeah. Send us that All picture, right. and I'll be watching for it. Now, why don't you go ahead and start telling us about it? Right. Okay. Uh, basically, it started developing uh, a month ago, uh, kind of uh, in the uh, in the middle of the uh, of the thread, and uh, progr- I mean, it, it it progressed pretty quick to. I mean, it's pretty serious right now. It's going pretty fast. Well, 
Hill. Well, when you start off by saying it started in the middle of the tread, my first question is, what is your tire pressure? Uh, 110. I, I, I try to keep it always uh, right. 110. But lately I've been hauling really heavy loads, and yep. I was wondering if that could be uh, the reason or... Uh, like, so far, or, it's or, it could be. What kind of tires are you running? Um, Michelin XD Energy, and they're pretty old. Uh, they're almost four years old. I have like 10, 30 seconds left on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, I mean, could that be a possibility? Well, it, it, it starts... Well, you've got you've got you've got four years on them, and they've got ten thirty seconds left. So you're going through two thirty seconds a year. Uh, I I guess I mean I don't drive that much. Uh, you don't drive. Okay. I usually do like I mean regional and not not too much over the road. But uh, I'm okay. trying to send you probably pretty soon you'll you'll get the pictures. But uh, sure. but. Yeah, yeah, it and it it's uh, we check the bearings, uh, everything mm-hmm. looks okay. I mean the shaft said that, and the bushings as well. So yeah. well, almost almost all of those other things that you're thinking about and talking about affect the shoulders of the tires, not the middle. Okay. The the stuff that affects the middles of these low rolling resistance fuel efficient tires most of the time is inflation. And if the sidewall of your tire says 110, that's the minimum pressure that tire requires to carry the load. And on these tires, we get much better results if we'll run an extra 10 pounds. Right. Okay. Now, not having seen seen the tire wear yet, but knowing that it's on a Michelin, is it eating up the, is it just entire ribs disappearing or is it portions of a rib disappearing? Uh, actually, it's uh, uh, it started. Uh, they they came through probably will receive it in a little bit. Uh, but sure. it started with like a small small wear just on one of the on, on just just like on spots, and now it's going all the way the the whole length. I mean, by the picture, you probably will be able to. Yeah, it's possible we won't. If you're if you're on the same phone you sent the picture from, it's possible we won't get it until after you get off the phone. But okay, uh, thinking just thinking this. Okay, you're saying it started in one spot and it went all the way around, but it did start on one portion of a rib. In other words, is an entire has an entire rib actually disappeared, or is it just uh, channel the edge of a rib? Exactly the edge of let's say from the inside. uh, from the outside going in, the second thing yes. is yes. on it, on the inside. So the right. from, from the inside of the truck, the inside of uh, the second thread, it, it started like just a small, couple small spots, and after that, on each thread, I noticed it just like in a line. Uh, yeah. Not. Yeah. Uh, and it's 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 last year. The funny thing is probably started doing it the same thing we replaced bushing and it stopped and this year exactly one year after that it started it started doing it but now there is no stopping i i don't know but right i could it and uh i've been thinking what could you know could cause it but you say inflation could be easily the problem that's number one that's the first but then knowing it's also been on the track for four years it's got ten thirty seconds left. It's your, your how many miles do you think you drove in those four years? Uh, about probably fifty thousand miles a year, or 50, sixty a year. something like that. So sixty thousand miles a year. You drove four years. You say those tires have got two hundred and fifty thousand miles on them. It's possible. Uh, yes. Those yeah. tires don't owe you a thing. It's time to get them off and get your fresh pair. Right. This is what this is what a Michelin. Okay. This is the magic of a Michelin. This is what a Michelin does when it uh, when it, when it's suffering from various conditions. It, it starts to look irregular, but it doesn't. Uh, uh, the the tread doesn't just quick disappear like it will on a. Yeah. You know, I, I would. I my my number one guess is you ran a little bit too little air, but the tire put up with it. 
It went 240,000 miles. Mm-hmm. You got all your money out of it. It's time to put a new set on and run the new set at 120. Right. Okay, 120. And that, that should be that, – that's not you, too much, if, right? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. Put, if you put these same tires back on the trailer, it'll still take another 100,000 miles before they'll, uh, they'll be past DOT. Yeah, the, the thing to remember is that the pressure on the side of the tire, which says 110 – is the minimum yep. pressure the tire requires to carry 6,000 pounds. It's not okay. the maximum pressure for the tire. The maximum pressure is stamped on the rim, and on your truck, it's probably, if you look at the edge of the rim, it'll say max cold inflation 120. Okay. I think okay. I've seen that exactly. Yeah, I, I think I've seen it in my experience. Yeah, you should be fine. Well, okay. Sounds well, like everything Yeah, thank well. you guys. Really appreciate it. Not thank a problem. You, you have a good and, day. Uh, thank you. You too. Take care. You're more than welcome. Bye bye. Right. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay. Very good. Oh, me. Um, yeah. Two hundred and forty thousand miles. On an XZE. Woof. Oh, it was an energy. I don't know. There was an E, but it was an energy. Right. Yeah. Okay. That that's you know, that's good mileage. Yeah. All right. All right. Very good. Excellent. The um, next one suspiciously looks. Well, it's from Ohio. We it's from Ohio. It's from the area where Jerry Ream lives. But it may or may not be Jerry. Well, do you want me to look it up before we... <laughs> you want to look up his contact? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Let's see. This is this is hard work. There it is, right there. Um, oh, I don't have his phone number in here. I just got his email. Isn't that All silly? All right. Well, we'll just have to take a chance. See who this guy is. And if, is he in Ohio? He's in Ohio. He if it's Jerry, he's in Ohio. I'll say he's not just to be on. Okay, just be contrary about it. <laughs> Hello there. Hello. How you doing, Mike? Kevin? I'm doing good. You? I am doing fine. This is Herschel from Chillicothe, Ohio. And ah, not is Jerry Reams. But it is not Jerry Reams. Okay. Jerry Reams was at my house just a few days ago to do my alignment. Son of a gun. Did he screw it up? No, 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 no. No. <laughs> Fabulous job like he always did. And he even taught me something, which he usually Uh-oh. does when he's here. This okay. one blew my mind. Uh-huh. On the bottom of every air compressor, there's that damn drain valve that you can't get to without laying on the floor or something to uh-huh. drain uh-huh. the tank. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. walks over to his van when he's done. He picks up a hose, and it's got a blowgun on it, and he pulls the trigger... And a bunch of water comes out, and I said, Jerry, tell me you don't have that in that drain valve. He said, well, of course. Of course. I, now i got to buy a hose and put it on my compressor instead of laying on the floor with a little tiny bowl and catching it and dumping it in a bucket. <laughs> awesome idea. I never thought of that. You just put a hose on it with a, with a gun on it and, you're, and just blow it off. You're all good. There you, go. there you go. You don't have to lay on the floor with a little bowl that I literally cut off so it would slide under the compressor. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> well, look, old, um, guys, old guys are tricky. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. The, tires, the tires that were on this truck were Yokohama RY-617, mm-hmm. but they were yeah. G-rated. At at CMC 2015, you said to get H-rated next time, which I did. Yep. The only reason that those tires had to come off, they had 145,000 on them. Mm-hmm. I do containers, and mm-hmm. my kingpin wore completely out, so I had to have mm. all that stuff redone. So that's why I had Jerry redo the alignment. Sure. I, I did look at the wheel. The wheel does say 120 max cold yep. pressure. The yep. same thing that the sidewall on that H-rated tire says. So that's what I Correct. put it at. Is that right, or should it be even more? Well, I cannot officially recommend that you run more cold inflation than the rim is rated for. I wouldn't do that. Do you understand that? what I just said? <laughs> I do. But I know a lot of guys who are running between 125 and 130 on that same rim. Now, officially, I cannot recommend that. Right. Okay, unofficially. I'd run 125. <laughs> I'd run 125. <laughs> okay. 
But I never told you that. And if you tell anybody I did, I'll tell I'll tell him you're a liar. And my son will swear to it because he heard me. I, not tell I you heard that. I heard you not telling. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! You guys lay it on thick. Who us? <laughs> yeah, you guys lay yeah. it on thick. There you go. We're well, just country boys. That's what I wanted to know, and if anybody out there is in southern Ohio and you've never tried Jerry's alignment, go try it. Best thing yeah. you ever did. Yeah, he's good people. Yeah. He, he does good work. He's re- he's really good at what he does. Well, that's what I wanted to know, Mike. I thank you. You're more than welcome. You have yourself a great day. All right. Yeah, you thanks too. for calling. You too. Yep. Okay. That was, that was a good call. Another I like that call. I like that call. All right. Okay, he's gone. He had to get off the phone. He got off the phone yeah. quick. Okay. The next area code is three zero seven. And three zero seven is Jamaica. Yeah. No, it's not. It's Wyoming. Wyoming. And nobody's in Wyoming if they can avoid it. No, but it takes a long time to get out if you're not right. as long as Texas. Yeah. Not as long, but still a long. So you think he's in Wyoming? I think he's still in Wyoming. I think he's out of the state. All right. He's probably in Florida. Florida. Okay. Hello, Wyoming. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing good, and I'm not in Wyoming. See? I guessed it. <laughs> it's a Wyoming number, and I live in Utah. See? There you go. It's the same state. He wanted to go skiing <laughs> in the enough. Salt Lake. <laughs> See, you go skiing in the Salt Lake. I do on 18 wheels. There you go. You go skiing in the Salt Lake, you can't drown because you float. Right. That's for sure. Okay. So what's up, buddy? All right. I've got an 07 Volvo that I had the alignment done by Chad at TMC. Yep. And three weeks ago, I rotated my steer tires and developed a real strong shimmy going through 45 miles an hour. Put them back the way they were. Yep. I did, and it's still there. Ah. Okay. Now I... the next question is true balance is what I'd think. Yeah, but but I'm not suspecting the rim as much as the drum. Right. I think the okay. drum got out of place when you took them off and put them on. And if you okay. jack them up and stand in front of the tire and spin it, I suspect the tire has a wiggle to it now. Because okay. the rim is not flat up against the backing plate because the drum's not flat up against it and it's causing it a bit of a wiggle. That'll work. Okay. Because I checked it up and spun them and did the kingpins, and I was checking kingpin play today and didn't get anything mm-hmm. with that, so that totally threw me off. So. Now, when you spun them, were you looking down the side of the tire to see if it was wiggling left and right? I was not. That's the one ah. view I didn't pay attention to. I checked that everything else way. you talked about on your podcast, but that was the one thing I missed. <laughs> okay. Now, the other thing, when you spun it and it was – it it didn't have a spot where it tried to stop, where like the drum was rubbing against the brake shoe, was there? And when I okay, when we swapped them the second time, I held the brake when we mm-hmm. bolted them on. Mm-hmm. I figured that would center the drums, but maybe not. Well, it it probably centered them around the circle, but it may not have centered them in and out if the drum is not back mm-hmm. flat against the the backing plate. Yeah, but if that, that makes sense. But if it turns out that that was right, if it turns out that they'd got that in right in the first place, and let's say he gets a true balances on there and it still has a bit of a wobble, mm-hmm. now what do you look at? That's a good question. And and then I would, I, I, I don't know. I'd have to think about things. What brand of a tire is it? It's a Michelin, uh, was it XZA3 Plus? Okay, any of the Michelins, I'm not worried about the casing falling apart on me because right. they make a good casing. How many miles are on these tires? Uh, oh, 120,000, 130,000, something there. Yeah, they're just broke in, so that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. So I, I would jack them up and spin the tire and look down the side of the tire to see if it's wiggling left and right. Right. Okay. And, but, and maybe even more to the point, just get the true balance that will center the drum properly. Mm-hmm. So that we know that it's all done. Yeah, but you don't have to do That'll that work. right away. You can right. you can do the other. Right. Okay. Right. Sounds good. The all right, buddy. You have a good have day. Yeah. Go ahead. Is um. We tr- we charge uh, double for the long... second question. <laughs> good deal. Yeah. How long after an alignment 
will any feathered wear you have dissipate, and how often should you check for feathered wear? Okay, how quick will it dissipate? That depends on the severity of the feathered wear to begin with. And the tough mm-hmm. tire. But, for example, on that Michelin tire you got, if you had some feathered wear, I would expect it to be gone within 1,000 miles. Right. Okay. okay. And if you had a brand-new set of tires, and your question would be, how early can you feel the feathered wear? Uh, mm-hmm. Particularly on the Michelin, there's a little side cut right in the middle of the ribs that you can just rub mm-hmm. the tip of your finger over. You can feel that in as little as 500 miles on a new tire. Okay. Where you're not using your whole hand. It's got some miles on it. And it's got some feathering or doesn't have feathering? It's just a tiny hint of it on the right-hand side. Okay, yeah. if if the alignment's solved, that it should be gone in a little is five hundred to a thousand miles. Right. Okay. Or especially like if you rotate the tires, but well, in this case, rotating wasn't a right. Rotating wasn't a good. How far out of alignment was the tires or the truck when Chad did it? I'm not sure. I wasn't there. I was running around three thousand directions at CMC while he was doing it, so I didn't get a chance he, to be there when he did it. And he didn't he didn't give you a worksheet. He didn't give a worksheet no, to you? I would uh-uh. dope slap that boy. Coming, so. <laughs> you should get a he worksheet was pretty, for that. He was pretty wore out by the time I saw him. <laughs> so they have Lame excuse. From him, so. <laughs> okay. All right. If the truck was out of alignment significantly, causing tire work, and he corrected mm-hmm. the alignment, he could, you could have damaged the tire to the point where when you reverse the direction, the vibration set up. But I would have okay. expected when you turned it back around the other way, it should have gone away again. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that's got me confused. Right. That's why I yeah. think there's another issue. Okay? Okay. Yeah. Sounds great. All right. Good luck to you, buddy. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, that was Wyoming, right? That was Wyoming. And he wasn't in Wyoming. He was in Utah skiing on the Salt Lake. That's what I heard. Okay. 915 area code. Texas? It is Texas, yeah. and he's still in Texas because you can't get out of Texas. Well, it's also southeastern Texas. Yeah. Around El Paso. That's western. Western, southwestern Texas, right. Okay, well, let's find out whether he may be in New Mexico. He may be in New Mexico then. He may be. All right. Hello, can Texas. Hear me? We can hear you Hello? now. Hello. Okay, great. Yes, I'm from El Paso. I'm actually in Waco, Texas. Waco, okay, I know where that yeah. is. All right. I've What's got up? a, uh, I've got a uh, 2010 Freightliner mm-hmm. uh, with XDN2 uh, drive tires, and on my, um, on all the tires, the inside last thread mm-hmm. is wearing out. Why close that? to the frame. Yes. Inside, close to the frame, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Now, the XDN2, is that a wide base tire or is that a, a dual? It's a dual. It is a dual. Okay. Yes. Uh, and you said it's a Freightliner. Freightliner. There are, there are two options that will cause this problem. One, which is what you hope it is, is that the wheel bearings are a little loose. Right. That's the most obvious thing. Right. The second possibility, if the bearings are tight, is that you've got the lightweight axle. Now, are you parked right now, or are you driving? I'm parked. And is there a trailer on it? Yes, fully loaded. That would make it difficult to look. But if you wanted to go back and crawl underneath the trailer and look over the back of the frame of the truck, on top of the differential housing, it will be stamped either 9.5 or 11 on top of the diff housing. Okay. If it's a 9.5, that's the thickness in millimeters of the housing material. And the 9.5 axle flexes as you go over bumps, and as it flexes and the bottom of the tire slides out and slides in, it chops off the inside edge on these new low-rolling resistance tires. Okay? Uh, if that's what's wrong, you can't fix it. No. But... If if that's what's wrong, you can't fix it. But even if that is what you've got, 
you still could have loose bearings. The tire wear, yeah. you need to look at your bearings. Yeah, because if it's the bearings, you can tighten the bearings up and solve the problem. Maybe you'll solve 50% of your tire wear just by, just by tightening the bearings. Right. But it's also okay. possible. It's... Now, do you do your own work or do you have somebody else do it? No, I have somebody else do it. Okay. Then, then we're going to have problems explaining to them how we want the bearings adjusted and how to check them and stuff like that. Right. But well, there, okay. there is a video... And you're, and you're from 915 area code. You're from El Paso. If yeah, you could have Jerry. Uh, uh, not Jerry. He's up there. Uh, Dunlop. Uh, yep. There's Gene. A, Gene Dunlop in El Paso does work our way, and he could check your bearings for you. Or he knows who can oh, do cool. the work. Right. So you go to our website, mdalignment.com, uh-huh. and, and then you go to the shop locator tab and pick Texas. And Jerry Reams' address and company name in El Paso will show up, and you can call him and talk to him about it. Right. Wow, that's excellent. That's great. Okay. Yep. I'll do that. Thank you very much. Very good, buddy. You have a good day. All right. Thanks for coming. Right. Bye. 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 That was a good idea. I was going to send him to the video, which well, is also on the website. Also there. But if you want to go look at the video, you can do that. Anybody can look at the video. Yeah. Just go to the video library and you can look at the one on wheel bearings. It shows you how to check it and explains how we want them adjusted. Right. Or you can go to somebody that's trained our way and they'll do it for you. Right. Gene being able to direct him to a shop there and I'll pass Right there. Get her done. Okay. okay. Next one. We have a few more. 516. This is New York State. New York. The state of New York. The state of New York. Okay. Is he still there? I'm in a New York state of mind. He's in a New York state. Yeah, because you can't get out on their tollway. You can't get out of yeah, because you're always in a New York you're stuck. state of mind. All right. Let's okay. find out. All right. In a New York oh, state of mind. That's it. He's a Billy Joel kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 516 is Long Island also. All right. Oh. Very good. What's up? Yeah, hey, I, just, I had a question about rotation. Yeah? Okay. They they're supposed to go round uh, and round. That's, that's the way they and that's rotate. What they're doing. Oh, good. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's working. Yeah, it's working pretty good so far. Uh, okay. On the drive tires, I've got the I've got the white base singles, and I've I've always had the duals, and I just mm-hmm. changed to the white base singles. So I'm kind of curious, uh, maybe depth wise or miles wise, when should I rotate them? Okay, I always judge rotation of a drive tire based on tread depth. Okay. And the standard in the industry is that the tires all start up at the same depth. The rear axle typically wears 25% faster than the front axle. So okay. when the rear axle has worn 430 seconds more than the front drive, it's time to rotate. Okay, 430 seconds. And should I go with the white base single? Should I rotate forward, back, you know, switch to the same axle? Or should I flip uh, them? I X rotate. Okay, so then I need to flip. The, I need to flip the tires, then, right? No, 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 no. Leave the tires alone. I know they say they're directional, but the Michelin bulletin we've got says you only need to run them the correct direction while they're breaking in. After they're broken, okay. they can be run in either direction. Right. And so I simply just take the rims and all and switch them. Now the the reason I'm doing this is to get the heel and toe out of the tire. Yeah, there's more forces going on with the. Uh, Acceleration, deceleration, and that creates one specific pattern called heel and toe. And you need to run the tire the opposite direction to get that heel and toe out. Right. Ah, okay, that makes that makes sense. So, all right, so four thirty seconds on the the rear drive, and then crisscrossing. Correct. Four thirty seconds difference and, between the two. And tires. and based on that theory, right. then the first time you rotate new tires will be sooner than the second time you rotate them. Because the second time, they're going to wear down the 430 seconds to catch up so they're all even. And then you're going to wear down 430 seconds to get past it. So let's say for the sake of argument that the first time you rotate it is at 50,000 miles. It probably won't be, but let's say it was. Okay. The next time, it'll be 100,000 miles later before they get back to that 430 seconds short on the back axle. Right. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah, what about about the uh, steers? Two thirty seconds from side to side. Two thirty seconds. Right. Yeah. It's in the and the, the issue. Don't, don't flip them. Just twist them. Just just, just rotate them. Rims it all. Swap them side yep. to side. 
Swamp. As long as you right, as long as you set them up the correct direction to begin with, and they broke in the correct yep. direction, then you can flip them the other way while you run the next set, and then flip them back again. Yep. Fantastic. Thanks a lot for your help, guys. Not a problem, buddy. All right. Thanks for calling. All right. Okay. Yep. Bye bye. Okay, that was a good one. Good logical question. Questions from all over the place. He even bought the bullshit we sold him. <laughs> <laughs> we got, oh, we I didn't say Texas, that. I didn't say that, did I? Oh no, we didn't tell him anything. Okay, all right. We didn't tell any bullshit. We didn't. Char- well, we well, never mind. I'll tell everybody when we've told. Seven o two. Seven o two. Seven o two. Seven one two. Oh, that's Nevada. Seven o two is Nevada. Nevada. We don't get many calls from there because there ain't many people out there. No, not a whole lot. But we'll go ahead and talk to him anyway. Okay. Uh, is he still in Nevada? Yes, he is. I think he's in Arizona. Okay. Hello, Nevada. It's working on it. It's trying to get to him. It's saying, hello, hello. There we are. Are you there? Can you hear me? I can hear you now. What's going on, Mike? We're just trying to stay out of trouble and failing. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, Georgia is where I am at. See, wow. Kevin was right. Nobody lives in Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so what's hot up? There this year. Yeah, it is hot this See, year. I want to get it. I want to get a job at the Mustang Ranch. Mustang Ranch, Bunny Ranch. Yeah, yeah, whatever. The shady Lady. <laughs> the Ranchy the Ranch. Lady? Either one. <laughs> Cadillac Ranch. There you go. Those. Uh, Here's the question. Those alignments, or not the alignment shims, but the wedges that go underneath the axle yep. and the steer axle. Yep. Uh, took out a wire brush and went ahead and wire brushed all the grease and all the dirt that goes in between the spring and sure. the wedges. And sure. this is what I found out. Uh, passenger side has no wedges whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dri- driver's Dri- side has four one-eighth of an inch roughly uh, four of the wedges stacked up and I'm trying to figure out if that's normal. Okay. Now there's a thick end <laughs> and a narrow end to a wedge to a wedge. Yes. Are these actually wedges or are these just plates? It looks like it's a wedge. Okay. Are the thick ends all on the same end or are they reversed every other one? The thick ends appear to be on the same end and towards facing the rear of the truck. What do you mean? The, narrow, the thick ends at the rear of the truck? Correct. That's totally screwed up. Yeah, that's weird. That's, uh, that indicates very high caster on the left side. Of the Which would throw your truck to the right. Yeah. Which is what I originally called you about six months ago and what I was trying to do with this thing. And... Mm-hmm. Somebody had mentioned, a car mechanic had mentioned that if the frame is bent, that's how they're going to do it. But somehow I'm Uh, guessing that there should be an equal amount of wedges on the driver's side as well as the passenger side. Correct. What they're doing there with that is attempting to twist the steering axle to induce more caster in the left side of the truck, which will throw the truck to the right. Okay. So I would undo the U-bolts. Now, what make and model of truck is this? It's an 04 uh, Freightliner Classic. Okay. An 04 Freightliner does not need any wedges. So I would undo the U-bolts on the left side, take all of those stupid wedges out. And the odds are when you undo the U-bolts, the leash spring will move away from the axle on the side that, on the end that doesn't have the thick wedge. So there'll be a daylight gap as soon as you loosen the U-bolts which indicates how much you're twisting springs and stuff. I'd jack it up. I'd take all those wedges out, set it down, and bolt it back up again and see how it handles. Right. Okay. For our purposes. I set the toe and tighten up the bearings, and it it still wanders just slightly to the right. Mm -hmm. And it it doesn't track down the highway very well. I would get rid of those. When you hit a bump in the road, does the steering wheel want to chatter? Uh, I wouldn't say if it does, I wouldn't say a lot. Okay. Very minimal at, at best. 
Well, as you said, I think they're like eighth inch thick. Uh, they're shims. they're like maybe a half a degree shims. Right. All together, four of them together, you might have two degrees worth of shim in there. Extra caster on that side. Just get rid of those caster wedges, and you should. Well, and then make sure that once you put it back together, that the steer axle square to the frame. And, yeah, but I would I would get them out of there. Yeah. Just go ahead and take them out and run it out and see how it does. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Take okay. a tape measure down there before you take them out and measure how tall all of those are together. Mm-hmm. Right? If each one of them is an eighth of an inch, then you're expected to be a half inch thick on one end. And when you go around to the front and measure it again, and it's going to be inch. maybe a quarter inch thick. Right? So you've got a quarter inch difference in the caster there. So. And and you don't want that. It's twisting your leaf springs. It's twisting the axle. It's just not a good deal. And it's causing a right pull, which I just I don't see any reason you'd want a right pull. Okay, great. Well, one more okay. question. Uh, typically, don't don't the trucks have the equal amount of shims on per side? Yes. Or Coming out of the factory, common. most most manufacturers ship them out with the same shims on both sides, except. For Peterbilt. Oh. Peterbilt's the only one that institutionally will stick an extra caster shim on one side or the other because they do a quick test drive in their lot, and if it pulls a little bit, they don't even try to line it. They just go back, unbutton, and stick an extra caster shim on one side to try to fight the pull. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. It's true. It's true. When I used to do alignments all the time, I had a lot of fleets here in the Des Moines area that had Peterbilts, and they'd buy them new. And when they would put them in service, I'd go over and line them for them, and I'd take these shims out. And after about four years, I had stacks of alignment shims sitting in the shop. I could melt down and make boat anchors out of them. I'll bet. Yep. So what would the logic be for some individual to put four shims on the one side? I mean, what was the guy trying to accomplish? Do we know? Well, it's just madness? No, if they were putting the four shims, like you described them, on the right side, that would be inducing more caster in the right side of the truck, which would try to throw the truck to the left, which would compensate for a right pull. But the way you've described it to us, these shims are on the left side with the thick side to the back, which is putting more caster in the left side, which is trying to throw the truck to the right. So apparently that was the problem they thought they had. Maybe they thought they had a left pull and they were trying to make it drive straight by putting more caster in the left side. Now, occasionally I'll run into a truck that has a left pull because it's got frame damage or it's got some sort of a problem. But 98% of the time when I'm dealing with a pull on a truck, it's a right pull because the road crowns down to the right. Gravity wants to pull you downhill, and you're always trying to fight that. Right. Correct. I can picture a situation where somebody had their tires rotated because they had a pull, and now they have a left pull because the pull was in the tires. And then the alignment tech that's trying to fix it doesn't realize what's going on. And every time he comes back with his, because it has a left pole, he keeps on putting in shims. Getting more shims in to try and get it to stop. But that's, and being an old four Freightliner, we have no idea when this was done. Yeah. Or who did it. Yeah. All kinds of possibilities there. Okay. So nothing about, nothing about an accident comes to mind. That's not a possibility. Oh, it's a possibility, Uh, but it's not a probability. Right. Uh Uh-huh. The probabilities okay. are simply alignment stuff. Yep. <clears throat> okay, great. I right. appreciate your help, guys, and uh, we'll listen more in the future. Very good. You have a great day. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. We've been at this 51 minutes? No. No. Uh, we got 51 minutes left. Yeah, well, or, or more like 21 in the uh, – well, we scheduled for 90 minutes, though, right. so we got 51 minutes left, so we got another 20-some. Okay, I'm, I'm following you. All right. Okay. What's our next number? 917. I don't know where that is. Uh, yes, I do. It's New York again. Another New York. This might be the Western New York guy. I bet it is. We'll find out. All right. Hello, New York. Good evening, Kevin and Mike. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. What's up? Hey, I uh, just reported back in two weeks after my MD alignment. My truck is still going down the road straight as an arrow. Straight as an arrow? They don't, they're not supposed to do that, are they? <laughs> they're not supposed <laughs> to drive themselves until Google gets a hold of them. <laughs> yeah, Google's supposed to do that with their self-driving trucks. Right. We're not supposed to be able to do that. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking about going to the sleeper and let the truck just go down the road now, how straight it goes. Well, we put it in writing that if you get it aligned our way, you can go in the back and take a nap. 
<laughs> there you go. Uh, there question. you go. Um, uh, it's, it's a 99 FLD, and I'm doing a total rebuild on this truck, um, uh-huh. step by step. Uh, the truck has 1.5 million miles on it, original miles uh, mm-hmm. on, on, a, on a body. At what mm-hmm. point in time did I look at the spring? I had the spring hangers get replaced about two years ago, the bushings in there. Um, yeah. At what point in time should I replace the springs on this truck? The springs themselves. Now, are you talking about the front springs or the rear springs? Well, I was thinking about everything. Since I'm doing like a complete rebuild, I was just thinking about kind of what point okay. in time should I, should I parcelize it earlier or is it something that could stay later? Oh, we could go later. What I would do is I'd go to the front of the truck and flip the hood up, and I would look at the front springs. And if they look like they still have an arch to them, okay, like a bowl, yeah. Yeah, then – they're still okay. If it looks like it's starting to completely flatten out or start to bend the other way, you better get them off. And if I'm going to do those at that many miles, I'd probably do the rears at the same time. Which are all at one time. But the back also has that. So that's what I was looking at. Yeah. Well, you're breaking up. You're, break, you're breaking up big time, buddy. Passing between towers. He he just crossed a state line. Is that it? And you lose him. Yep. (laughs) I've done that many times. You cross the state line, you're changing systems, and it cuts out on you and cuts in. Yeah. Did you get it back, or did I lose you altogether? Hello? I think we lost him altogether. Maybe I'll be back. Yeah, he can call back. All right. Very good. Um, Now it's 2.03. Two oh three. Is that Jamaica? It's never Jamaica. It's never Jamaica. I could keep hoping, can I? Oh, it's Connecticut. This is northern Jamaica. I recognize that area. East Jamaica. Uh, yeah. Are they in Connecticut? No. You can you can you can leave your front driveway and be out of Connecticut. That's a little bitty state. Okay. All right. Hello, North Jamaica. Hello, North Jamaica. How you doing? How you doing? Can you hear me now? Hear me now. Oh, there's a lot of background oh, noise there. I'm hearing us again. He's fueling up someplace. We're going to have to give him and we'll, we'll come back to him. Uh, 417. 417 is Missouri. Missouri. The show me state. Okay. Well, I don't believe anything you're telling state, me. Show me. He's, doing and where he's, he's still at home. Yeah. Because he hasn't been convinced to leave. Nobody showed him. Nobody showed him, but he needed to. Let's try it. All right. That's uh, not it. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? How you doing? Is that you? Is this me? That's you, because it's just me. All right then. Well, I've got a like a two-part question about the my round thingies. Okay. Uh, on the front, my round thingies are Michelin XZE2s, and my Ease, right okay. side one, mm-hmm. uh, right side uh, outside rib, inside mm-hmm. of the outside rib is starting to cup. The second and rib in? No, the far outside. Okay. Inside of. The inside edge of the outside rib. Exactly. Got it. Okay. Okay. And it just and, started in the last 10,000 miles, a slight little pull to the right. All right. Very good. couple of questions. First of all, how much inflation are you running? How what? How much inflation? Uh, I run 130 on everything. Okay. Nice. Very good. I like that number. Very good. Okay. Second question. Uh, what make a truck is this? Uh, it's a 0-3 Coronado. Well, that shouldn't have a 55-degree wheel cut. Uh, no, but you no. can find out. Yeah, the simple thing that, that we would want to check is, is with the truck sitting still and the engine started and the wheel straight ahead, turn the steering wheel to the right and count how many revolutions the steering wheel turns. Uh-huh. We're, ha- we're having trucks that are turning too sharp, particularly to the right, and it's causing it to eat the outside on the right front tire. And this might be one of them. 
Now, if it turns two turns or less, it's not the problem. Even two and a quarter. If it turns two and a quarter, two and a half, two and three quarter, that's that's the trucks we want to fix. Right. Okay. Okay. If it and turns two and a half, there's no problem. But two and a quarter, no, no, or two and a half. No. No. Two turns or less is no problem. Right. Okay. If it's more than two turns, it could be the problem. Right. Okay. I see. And there is a steering stop bolt on the back of your spindle on the right side that comes over and hits the axle eventually. If you're turning uh-huh. too many times, you can make that bolt a little longer so it it stops at two turns. Right. Well, that makes sense. Okay. All right. Now. All right. Well, we're if, fixing if, the we're fixing to put it in the hospital and replace these tires because the boss man okay. is kind of picky about that. Yeah. Okay. The next question is on the right front tire that's getting this wear. If you lay your hand flat on top of the tire and slide it across the tire toward the frame and then pull it back out, does there it aren't feel any feathers anywhere. No feathers anywhere. Okay. All right. Very good. No then chickens. the third, then the yeah, no chickens. I like that. Then the third thing is while you've got it jacked up and you're going to pull the wheels, you want to grab the top of the tire with both hands and just shake it like you're trying to pull the tire off the rim, in and out, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. And if you get any click, 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 yep, we're looking for a wheel bearing. Okay. So you think it's either a wheel bearing or a uh, uh, stop, 55 steer stop. Or 50, yeah, 55 degree. Right. Or those are the two biggest possibilities. Right. And mm-hmm. to be honest, okay. on that old of a freight liner, it's probably not the 55 degree. I don't think and it's it going to be it. It probably is the bearing. It probably is the that, bearing. Yeah. It's not How many that old. Miles? We just rolled 16. Thousand six hundred and eighty-four point nine over two million. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that old at all. We've only broken it. It's in. a baby. It's, it's a, a baby. baby. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, those are the things that I would encourage you to check. Okay. Yep. All right. And my second part of my question is, I get that whistle that puppy look every time I inflate my tires because uh, mm-hmm. on the front. It's got the XZ2. They were supposed to have the XND or Michelin XZA3s. Yep. But the guy that had it, the guy that drove it before me, it was a miscommunication and he got the wrong ones. But anyways, we're going to fix that part of it when we go to the shop. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. on the back, it's got the good ones, the X-Line Energies. Right. Um, it, and I've been running 130 in them for the last 70, 80,000 miles, and everything is. Perfect. Haven't had a yes. an ounce of any kind of problem. Is yes. that too much or is that enough? Well, let, let's talk about the differences in the loads between the front and the rear. Your okay. steer axle fully loaded carries how much weight? Twelve. Twelve. That means each one of your steer tires carries six, right? Six. Right. And the sidewall of your tire says that it can carry 6,000 pounds if you put 110 PSI in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you're putting a little extra air in the steer tires. You're putting about 20 extra pounds in it. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, good. Now on the rears, these are dual tires or wide base supers. Wide base supers. Okay. Excellent. And the and the sidewall of that tire says that you can carry 10,000 pounds per tire if you put 120 psi in it. Okay. Now, each one of those tires fully loaded is only carrying 8,500 pounds, isn't it? Uh, well, my math isn't working right now, but 34 well, divided by 4, whatever that is. Yeah, that's, that's 8,500 on each wheel position, 17,000 on each axle, or 34,000 on a pair. Okay. All right. So You're winning so you're, far. You're more overinflated on your rear tires than you are on your steer tires. Uh-huh. Right. And it's working. There's no well, it, published maximum inflation for a commercial truck tire. Just for the rim. Just a maximum well, inflation what, on the rim. Well, that's what I was just about to say. The only information I've found, because uh, I've dug and dug and dug and tried to find it, the only thing I've mm-hmm. found is uh, uh, the stamp on the rim, so there'll be different uh, pressures. But as far as tires, I, I can't find it. Yeah, all they give is the max is the maximum load and the minimum inflation on commercial truck tires. Right. All that air is needed to support that load. That's what these tires are. They're right. A bunch of a little so, extra air is good for them. 
so let's talk about that, the, the, the pneumatics in the middle. If mm-hmm. more is better and the mm-hmm. tighter you make it, the less flex you're going to have in your sidewall, so the less rolling resistance you're going to have, so that would equal better, more gooder, lots more miles per gallon of fuel, right? Yeah, yeah not lots more, but some more, okay? The so where's the medium between ride, uh, ride comfortability? comfortability versus uh, fuel mileage versus tire life. All right. So the ride thing depends a lot on the different suspensions more than it does on the tires. Okay. So I can't really get into much of that. I can change. Yeah, but I can change the caster in the front end of the truck and change your ride too. The lower the caster reading, the smoother the ride is. Okay. So that's another factor in there. All right. What the tire guys argue about is if you run the tire too high inflation, you don't get as much depression in the tire, you don't get as big a footprint, and you reduce the footprint that you need for accelerating and braking. So you get more slide, okay? Uh-huh. So that's their well, if argument. Not, if you're not drifting, it really should be an issue. Well, you I know, wouldn't like think so. Race cars and... Yeah, but they worry about adverse conditions. They're worried about all of a sudden you got to make a panic stop and you don't have enough footprint. Yeah. You are putting yeah, more braking power through a smaller patch of rubber, but it isn't a dramatically smaller patch of rubber. Mm-hmm. So is, is, that in, is that in turn smaller footprint uh, mean that I'm going to get some irregular tire wear in the center? I haven't seen it. I've been looking for it for years. I yeah, I haven't either. Let me give you another one to look at. Let's talk about duels, okay? Okay. With dual tires, you're still carrying 8,500 pounds on each wheel end, aren't you? Okay. But you're carrying it on two tires, which each tire is only carrying 4,250 pounds a load, okay? Uh-huh. According to the tire charts from all the tire companies, that tire at 4,250 pounds a load only requires 70 pounds of pressure. And everybody runs 100. Or more. So they're typically overinflating the dual-wheel drive and trailer tires by 50% over the recommended inflation. And it works just fine. Right. So uh, I guess the, the million-dollar question is, is 130 perfect? If that, is that what you would run in your truck? Well, first of all, nothing is perfect. Okay? There's always variables that are going to cause you a little this and that. The second thing is that I cannot recommend that you run more pressure than what is recommended as the maximum pressure on the rim. On the rim. But if I had 130 rim, I'd run 130 pounds on it. Yeah, I, I personally would run it, but I never told you that. You didn't tell me nothing, but you know, hand, hand, wink, wink. Wink, wink, you got If yeah. it'll make you feel any better, this truck is brown, so it should be all right. There you go. <laughs> It's not like not one of those red thing. ones or white ones. Okay. Yeah. 130 so doesn't bother me a bit. So in a red one or a white one, you may want to stick with 120, but in a brown one, you can run 130 be just fine. That's what I'm hearing. Unless, it, unless it's the right shade of blue. Now, the right shade of blue will run 132. <laughs> well, that's weird. I do have a blue shirt on. There you go. <laughs> Mike Beckett, and I, I and you're I'm not sure the other guy's name. I can't ever mention. Not that he's not as important, if not more, but I just don't remember his damn name. That's Kevin. Fellas, I appreciate Kevin. <laughs> I appreciate the hell out of you guys. Always glad to help, buddy. You have a good day. Right, you. You thank you. Thank you do the same. Bye. You right. Bye. Okay. Very good. All right. We got one more, and we got five minutes. Awesome. Let's see what happens. 785. 785. That's not in the United States. That's uh, Canada. It's Kansas. Kansas. That's Kansas not the United States. In the United States <laughs> it's, the, so it's someplace else. <laughs> Hello, Kansas. Hello there. What's up? Oh, I got. Uh, I live near Chad, and he's done yeah. the alignment on my truck. But now we're down in South Carolina working, and I just uh-huh. noticed on my truck that he worked on. Well, he worked on it a couple of years ago, but this mm-hmm. truck we just put a new set of tires on, and I just noticed this weekend that I'm getting a little wear on the outside of the right front tire. Heck of a deal. 
Okay. Yeah. Is there any is there any feathered wear on the tire? No, there's none. Okay. What year of a truck is this? This is a '99 T800 Kenworth. Well, now it ain't going to be a 55 degree wheel cut there. How does the truck drive? Does it does it pull one way or the other? Does it road wander? Mm, it road wanders just a little bit. Just a but little bit, huh? Nothing. Yeah, it's not real bad. Okay. It road wandered um, real bad before before he worked on it. Yeah. What inflation are you running? Uh, we run. Uh, let's see. These are sixteen ply. We're running one twenties in okay. in these tires. Are are you carrying fourteen thousand pounds on the steer, or are you running twelve? No, we're we're running twelve. Okay, one hundred and twenty should be plenty. Um, I think the bearings went loose. It's amazing. It, it, yeah, it could very easily be the bearings are starting to get a little loose. You're going to need a little maintenance attention. Um, if you want, you can go to our website, mdalime.com, and look at the shop locator tab, and there are shops in South Carolina. And there are shops Carolina. in North Carolina. And uh, you, can, you can get it, have somebody take a look at it. Knows how we want to look at them. I yep. did uh, look at well, I heard that on a previous caller, so I looked it up on the internet, and I didn't mm-hmm. say that there was any shops in South Carolina. I'm not surprised. Is that right? We don't have anybody down there. I think we used to, but I don't. I don't know. We took them off the list because we we weren't happy with them. Right. That happens. But there, but up in North Carolina, not too far away, there are a number of places. How far do you run? Uh, we're just we're construction, and we're working kind of oh. right around. Uh, uh, Charleston area. Charleston? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I trained We're a guy North. in Charleston, but it's a fleet. And I, uh-huh. that won't help because they're not going to work on your truck. So, I don't know. You, you might want to... Do you do you have your own mechanic or are you going to shops? We... Well, normally we do all our own maintenance, but we don't have our service equipment here because we just moved down here, so... Ah, are you, are you going you gonna to bring your service equipment down there? Eventually, we're going to bring it down, but I saw this wear on this tire, and it's, I've got to get it taken care of, or I'm not going to have tire left here. Right. Well, it's noticeable that when I walked I by it, I saw it, it so it's getting okay. pretty bad. Here's what I would like you to do then. I would like you did, – did you hear when I gave out my phone number earlier tonight? Uh, no, I didn't. I'm going to give you my phone number. Okay. And and tomorrow, in the middle of the day sometime, when you have time, give me a call, and I will talk to the guys in the office and see if there's somebody we know down there who's good, who's not on the list. See, not all of okay. our customers want to be on the list and have people coming in and bugging them. Okay. So we may have somebody okay. down there we can refer you to, okay? Okay, that'd be great. All right, the number, now, you ready? This- Yep. Yeah, I'm ready. 515. 515. 491. 491. 5731. 5731. Okay. Uh, when this was in Chad at the shop, there were, uh, Chad, they worked on mm-hmm. this. They had the front axle out of this and went, you know, new kingpins, put new bushings and everything in the axle, and I'm sure that the bearing's probably all right in this, or maybe they didn't get it quite right when they put it back together. But well, in two years, bearings can loose up. In, in 1999, you're, the, the oh, bearing yeah. setup probably wasn't going to hold up more than 50,000 miles before it needed readjustment anyway. Yeah, so the fact that the bearing loosened up a little bit wouldn't be a big surprise. Now, okay. do you guys have do you guys have a jack? Uh, no, I didn't even load, put that in our truck. We brought so okay. much. Our sleepers are packed full of stuff, and got it. So we didn't got have it. room for that. But I do okay. have a shop here. We can get a. I can get a jack and jack okay. it up and see if there is play in this. And what you want to do is just jack up the right side, not the left side. I tell people to jack it up. They want to jack up the middle of the axle, the whole thing's off the ground. And then when I grab yeah. the tire, the whole truck teeter totters. I can't tell shit. So yeah. you just jack up the right front wheel. You grab the top of the tire with both hands. You take a good solid stance and you try to wiggle that thing back and forth like you're trying to rip the tire off the rim. And you hear mm-hmm. just a little. Just a little click, 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 that bearing's loose. Okay. Okay? That's probably what's going on with this is a loose bearing then, you think? 
very probable. Very probable. Okay. 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 Well, I'll get this checked out this week then. That sounds fine. And I'll give you a call tomorrow. I'll give you a call tomorrow. I'll look something up and see if I can have an answer for you. All right. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. You betcha. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, we're past time, but somebody actually called in in order to get a hold of us. All right. Let's 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 four seventy. Yeah. Four seventy. That sounds familiar. Is it the New York one that was crossing the line? No, 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 no. Four seventy. Four. I don't know who four seventy is. I can't find it on my list. Let's talk to him. All right. Oh. We lost him. Oh, there he is. There he is. Click click. Well. It's not clicking. There it is. Now it's clicking. Hello, 470. Hello there. Are you there? Can you talk to me? Maybe they just hit the one by accident. Hello. Well, nobody's there. Hello. Oh, let's go back to him. Let's go back to him. Let's try it again. I don't want to quit on him. Hello. Are you there? Can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you. Almost. Nope. I don't even think he's actually talking. Oh. Okay. All right. See well, you. that didn't work. Okay. Maybe I'll call back next time. Well, folks, it's been fun. We had a good week. Next week, we are not doing a show because it's the 4th of July weekend, and I plan on being dead drunk. You plan on being dead drunk? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah? I do. The I guy, plan on it. You might. It. It's going to be a great weekend. I'm the guy that doesn't drink at all, so right. I... But but I, but I can but I can plan on it. You, right. you folks have a good weekend. We'll talk to you a little later. Yeah. Bye. 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 Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road. 